You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Much love to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. Whether you're at home, at work, at the bar, in the car, maybe you're making deliveries of food or packages. I don't know what you're doing right now. But thank you for listening to the show. I'm going to be with you for the next two hours. It's a four-hour show. I get started every weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Peachtree Street, Atlanta, Georgia. Our super producer and host, Dave Shepard, he's coming to you live. Hey, Shepard, what is it? Uh, Hudson Street. Yeah, Hudson Street. Correct. New York City. We'll be here for the next two hours. So thank you if you're on your local affiliate, the free Odyssey app, Sirius XM Channel 158. What's up, people listening on Sirius? And everybody tuned in on a smart speaker. Thank you for being here. It's been a busy night. First of all, let me let you know, in case you're not familiar, the Texas Rangers just stomped out the Arizona Diamondbacks, the final score 11-7. to After three innings, Texas led 10 to nothing. They wasted no time uh, putting hands, fists, kitchen sinks, just throwing it all at the Diamondbacks. And now the Texas Rangers are one victory away from being World Series champions They're going to have that opportunity and that chance on Wednesday night. There will be no Adolis Garcia. He's out for the rest of the postseason with an oblique strain. There will be no Max Scherzer, who, yeah, suffered uh, back spasms. Just unfortunate. But the Texas Rangers still get the job done tonight. We'll talk about them momentarily. Also, a busy Tuesday afternoon in the NFL as the trade deadline came and it went. Chase Young is now a member of the San Francisco 49ers. He goes to San Francisco in exchange for a third-round pick. And Montez Sweat, Montez Sweat, who was selected the year before Chase Young in the draft, Montez Sweat is now a member of the Chicago Bears. And he goes there in exchange for a 2024 second-round pick. And so the Washington Commanders, with a record of 3-5, and five, they have waved the white flag on the season. Josh Harris, their new owner, says, screw this. I want cap space. I want draft picks. And I want some of these older guys, young but older guys who've been dealing with injuries on expiring contracts. Let's get them the hell up on out of here because we ain't winning anything with them. And so we'll talk about the NFL trade deadline 
Thank you so much earlier on in the show to Brandon Marcello joining us from 24-7 Sports to talk about the college football playoff. Last night after we got off air, only minutes after we got off air, James Harden was traded to the Clippers. That trade is not official yet. Not official, not yet. And so we got a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about over these next two hours. But let's talk about this World Series because what the Rangers did tonight, it was abusive. But they also did some things that have never been seen in Major League Baseball. And that's the wild thing about baseball. For as many years as the game has existed, more than a century, as many games that have been played, there's still always an opportunity for something unique to be done. And the Rangers did it tonight. The first team in World Series history to score five-plus runs in consecutive innings. In the second inning, the Rangers hit for the cycle. And it was punctuated by Corey Seager going deep with a two-run home run in that second, making the score five to nothing Rangers. The lefty-on-lefty matchup here. Seager flying out to deep left center. His first time, and he drives this one deep out into right center field, sailing out of here. Corey Seager with yet another home run. His third here in the World Series, his sixth this postseason. Texas 5, Arizona nothing. Okay, that wasn't too bad. Well, let's move. Let's fast forward just a little bit. Only one inning later. Marcus Simeon hit a three-run home run. Imagine being down 10 to nothing in the third inning of the World Series. Well, the Diamondbacks were. Listen to this. And here's a drive high into the air, deep into left field. Guriel going back to the wall. He leaps, and it is gone. A home run for Marcus Simeon. It's a three-run shot. And the Rangers are in double figures at 10 to nothing. Damn. I saw that and said, well, unless the uh, Diamondbacks have some type of miraculous comeback, this one is, is a whole lot of nothing. And all credit to the Arizona Diamondbacks. They were able to put up four runs in the eighth. They put up two more runs in the ninth. But that was it. I want you to listen to the final call, everything here, courtesy of the Rangers Radio Network. A long hold, and here's the pitch. Swung on and popped up, first base side. Nate Lowe near the Ranger dugout, says he has it. He does! The ball game's over. The Rangers lead the World Series three games to one. Congratulations to them. Corey Seager, the man who signed a 10-year, $325 million deal to leave Los Angeles and play for the Rangers. He spoke with Ken Rosenthal, and this is what he had to say on Fox after the win. Corey, you guys suffered a tough blow today, losing Adonis Garcia. What was the mindset of the team coming into tonight's game? Um, You know, we miss him. He's been a big part of what we do. Um, We're trying to go out there and win this one for him. So um, we're just hoping he gets better this offseason, but we're going to continue to keep going forward. What was said at the hitters' meeting? 
He spoke, actually. You know, that, that, that took a lot of guts out of him to come out there and speak. You know, we know how he feels. He wants to be out there with us, and it really fired the guys up. Home run in the double tonight. You looked like you were uncomfortable on the home run coming around the bases. What happened there? Oh, uh, no, I was fine. You know, it, it just, we got a good win. You know, Heaney, with what he did, that performance, to come out here and really shut them down, you know, it was a great team win. Corey, you're one win away from your second World Series title. What would this one mean to you, considering all that this team has overcome? Yeah, you know, it'd be awesome. You know, anytime you can put yourself in this position, it's where you want to be. So this team, this organization, would be a big one for us. Yeah, Corey Seager earning his money. He won that last championship with the Dodgers. And World Series home runs. He has four home runs in his last five games. And with his World Series MVP with the Dodgers, he has an opportunity to join Sandy Koufax, Bob Gibson, and Reggie Jackson as the only two-time World Series MVPs. And the Texas Rangers currently have this 3-1 World Series lead. Only seven teams, seven of them, only seven have come back from a 3-1 deficit. It looks like the Texas Rangers are going to do this, but let me be real here. The Arizona Diamondbacks, somehow, someway, they always got a little bit of a magic, a little bit of magic dust up their sleeve. But I'm, I'm going to consider this one done. Nathan Avaldi is going to take on Zach Gallen tomorrow as Nathan Avaldi tries to close things out and Zach Gallen tries to extend this World Series. Once again, the final score tonight, 11-7. The Rangers smack up the Diamondbacks. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Thomas calling from Alaska. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Uh, JR, man, love the show, man. Love the show. You got, you got me dying with this switching up the switching up the announcer thing halfway through a game. There's no way you can talk about the same baseball team for four hours, five hours, and have fresh takes and be energetic. There's no way. <laughs> Are you? Uh, are, is that is that crapping on a game of baseball? Or are you crapping on the ability of the announcers? No, I, it's baseball, man. I mean, imagine doing 160 some games a year and having to have the energy every day and come up with like new takes and fresh opinions on like, a day in, Wait, a day out, for Tom, four or five hours a day. Tom, I, I'm sorry. I just quick question for you. Jr. has to do it nearly 300 days a year. These but guys have to do five, it. He has five major sport or four major sports to talk about if you want he's not talking about mariners baseball i'm a mariners fan right i'm just saying he's not talking about mariners baseball for you know like day in and day like it's it's different it is different but shouldn't like, they be able to reference five yeah but shouldn't they be so, able to reference five ten years 15 years back if they are so homegrown and so inept or so excuse me i should say so embedded with that particular team so, they have stories from the well they can dig up well i i don't know i'm i'm more crapping on the game of baseball i guess it's it, it, it's kind of a boring sport. You're on radio. There's only you know what I mean. There's only so much you can talk not, about. But, but Tom, here's what here's what it boils down to, and I'm not sitting around uh, hiring uh, radio broadcasters to cover baseball games. But I'll tell you this: anytime you think about radio specifically, it's the theater of the mind, and it's it's storytelling. That's really what it is. Any piece of content that you consume is about telling a story. I don't care whether or not you're watching something on Netflix or whether you're listening to me or you're listening to a baseball game. I just told you, and I think you, you heard it, I think you were on hold in the process, 
I said, man, you you go through you go through a game, right? There's always something different in every baseball game. We've had baseball for more than a century, and there's still new things that happen like tonight in every single game. And so to think about being an announcer or being a broadcaster, there are broadcasters who can sit there and tell a different story. Every game is different. The pitcher is different. The lineups are different. The storylines involving every game is different. The historical perspective is different. Like there's something different in every game. The situations are different in every game. I I, I respect that. I, I get what you're. I get where you're coming from. But I also understand. You know, like I mean, and then you got the pregame and the postgame that they do. Those are 45 minutes to it. Like you're talking about a six seven hour day. Uh, well, you know, no, trying the, to be on the radio. In, in most in most cases, I mean, now we're stretching out to six and seven hours. In most cases, the people who call the baseball games aren't always sitting around doing the pre and the post as well. Uh, typically, they have a reporter or, or another analyst who goes ahead and does well, that. And, I'm, and I, I'm spe- hold on, Tom. Oh, I'm sorry, specifically sorry. I'm specifically talking about the game. Okay. I can tell you from somebody who talks for a living, am I sitting around calling baseball games? No. Have I called sports? Yes. You can sit down and call a game, okay? You, you really can. It's, it's, this, is, this might be a larger issue. And, and, Tom, thank you for calling from Alaska. A lot of these dudes are old, man. That's it. A lot of these dudes are old. Let me say it again. A lot of them are old. All right? If you want to talk about having energy, if you want to talk about having perspective, if you want to be able to make relevant cultural references to, to, to kind of bring people into the game, then maybe, just maybe, every baseball announcer doesn't have to be on the other side of, I don't know, 102 years old. Anybody think about that? Hey, Euchre's only 90. <laughs> yeah, it, but there, there needs to be... Uh, we can't talk about energy and time. Like, baseball is so traditional in a sense. It's so traditional to a detriment. And that includes the broadcasting. You know, I love baseball, but I mean, even when I listen to the games on TV, it's just like the 2 2 pitch. Fodder of the left foot. I'm like, okay, man. Like, and everything else outside of just the action has to feel like a drone. To actually have energy throughout the course of a broadcast, it's, it's beautiful when you can actually tune into a game and it's like a conversation. It doesn't feel like it's cookie cutter. It doesn't feel like it's rehearsed. It doesn't feel like just America's pastime. We don't need that, man. The ratings, by the way, and I've mentioned this already for the World Series now on average, the ratings stink. The numbers have gone down every year. I'm staring at them in the face right now. The numbers for the World Series have pretty much cratered down from 2016 through the pandemic. And they've gone back into the toilet. In 2016, the Cubs, the Guardians, yeah, the Guardians, 23 million viewers. The next season, 2017, Houston and L.A., 19 million. Let me just go down the list. I'm not going to name all the teams. 23, 
19, 14, 14. The pandemic came. 10. It went back up. 12, 12. And now we are down to 8.5 million. It's the lowest average world viewership ever. We are on pace to have the least worst, or excuse me, least watched World Series. Okay? That's just the facts. I have found the, the games to be interesting, but I got to sit here and talk about it. You know, the game's alive while I'm on the radio. It's just, it, there's a whole lot that the game needs. We, we know that much. 855-212-4CBS. Tim is here from Portland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, JR and Shep? Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Thanks, uh, what's up? Oh, man, I wanted to enlighten you on the broadcasting of uh, the Dodgers, at least. I know Shep, uh, Sh- uh, Shep opined that it might have been um, Scully doing uh, the entire game, and I, I, he basically did uh, by himself. But they had a three-man team, and most of the time I think one guy would do three innings of radio, one guy would do three innings of TV, and one guy would take three innings off, basically, and it would be kind of a rotational thing. Um, and that's the thing with the radio. I'm not sure if Texas did that, and that's why there was a difference in the uh, play-by-play or not. Not sure. But um, shifting uh, shifting topics for just one second, man. I'm I'm thinking that uh, the Dodgers' arrogance is showing itself a little bit with with Corey Seager doing what he's doing in uh, the World Series, man. What do you think about this, Jr. No, I think that the Dodgers are are like most teams. I mean, we see this with the New York Yankees. I don't think it's no different than the Dodgers. I don't want to say it's it's saving money. They will still go out there and throw money at the right guys. I just don't think that they're going to do it willy-nilly. They've been throwing cash around for the better part now uh, of a decade. And that's what it boils down to, man. I don't think it's it's arrogance. I think it's saying, listen, every offseason – do we need to give somebody a $300 million contract? And I think that's what it boils down to. I don't think it's arrogance. Um, I appreciate that opinion. I, in, in this, and it, it also encourages me a little bit. I, uh, I'm a huge Dodgers fan, man, as you know. And I have been just a little bit down this offseason. Um, try to keep it in perspective. I actually thought this season was an overachievement. Uh, the playoffs notwithstanding. But back to the Seager thing real quick, and I'll make it very brief and get off. Um, they, I'm not sure they made a real wholehearted effort to sign him to a long-term deal. I know that they have a contentious relationship with uh, Scott Boris. The organization does. And rather than, you know, really, really settle into a, a good-natured offer, they went out and uh, acquired Trey Turner his, in the middle of the, uh, the season, right the, the deadline of his free agent year, mm. which basically let him know, like, okay, you're, you're done here. And um, what the Dodgers were doing was trying to buy a year for Gavin Lux. And it's, at least right now, it clearly has not worked out, I don't think, man. Well, what do you think? The- in an overall sense, and I know you alluded to this just a little bit, whether it's Lux or you want to look up and down the pitching staff, injuries have just gone out and completely chopped the Dodgers to shreds. 
And I know they have to go ahead and, and, and think about what this looks like moving into the future with all of these injuries. You, you, can't, just, you can't just pay for an entire starting rotation and think that you're going to go ahead and, and turn things around. So I think that the Dodgers might be coming back down to earth. I know there was certainly a hope that they could bring in a Shohei Otani. But, man, you're you going to pay for another bat? I mean, what they really need right now is, is pitching. And so whether it's yeah. injuries or, unfortunately, issues of, of domestic violence, uh, we can think about the money that they spend out on the field. But they spend enough there, whether it's Turner or Freddie Freeman or you want to think about Mookie Betts. What they got to do is actually go ahead and get their hands on some of that pitching. Hey, Tim, thank you for calling from Portland, man. Definitely, JR. Talk to you. No doubt about it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls, and then I want to update you on some of the trades that took place during the NFL trade deadline. We got some teams. I know we're in the World Series right now. But we got a team out in the Bay. They're making a push towards uh, maybe another Super Bowl appearance. And then we got a team in, uh, in the nation's capital. Looks like they're quitting on the season. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exactly when you have to be. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. A busy 24 hours here in the world of sports. Pretty soon, we're not going to have any baseball to talk about. Even though, let's be real, this is probably the only time of the year where we really dive into baseball, and that's in the, the World Series. Now, the NFL is moving into its stretch run. The trade deadline took place on at 4 p.m., I should say, on Tuesday afternoon, Eastern time. And by the way, if you're in Eastern time, October is done. We've entered into the month of November. Yeah, it's November. I'm not even going to tell you about how uh, now that Halloween has passed, it's just basically now Christmas season. People don't even give a damn about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a a bump on the the calendar on the way to Christmas. There's going to be lights outside and trees. and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas really screwed things up. But that's a different conversation for a different day. Speaking of a nightmare. The Washington Commanders have been through so much of a nightmare that for and at the trade deadline, they said, all right, we done. <laughs> We're finished. The Commanders have a record of 3-5. and five. They're sending Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers. Montez Sweat is on his way to the Chicago Bears. And for a team that has lost five out of its last six games, for a defense that is pretty much last in scoring, the Commanders are saying, Hey, give us some picks. Give us some cap space. Give us some room. Hey, give us some space to grow because they ain't doing a damn thing this year. Thank you so much. Not that I'm a Commanders fan, but thank you so much to Josh Harris for actually being responsible with this organization. New guy comes in. New guy does what he wants. 
And just because uh, Chase Young is gone and Montez Sweat is gone and the, it is the trade deadline, don't think that, that things are going to stop here for the commanders. I don't expect to see Ron Rivera coaching his team next year. I expect to see the commanders going through a complete rebuild from the front office. And we see the players gone. And I expect that to be the same case with the coaching staff. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Yeah, the 49ers, yeah, they, they now got Chase Young on the opposite side of Nick Bosa. Buffalo Bills pick up Rasheel Douglas from the Green Bay Packers. Minnesota Vikings get Joshua Dobbs. This man played for the Browns in August. He played for the Cardinals at the beginning of the season up until now. And now he is a backup on the Minnesota Vikings, who unfortunately don't have Kirk Cousins. A matter of fact, head coach Kevin O'Connell, he spoke to the media today about Kirk Cousins and his status, which is done. And he talked about the arrival of Josh Dobbs. Yeah, eating a ham sandwich is more exciting than trading for this guy. Listen. I wanted to update you on a couple things. We did put Kirk Cousins on injured reserve, um, and uh, he'll be you know, having his procedure later this week and keep you guys updated there. Um, we did acquire Josh Dobbs via trade uh, from the Arizona Cardinals uh, you know, in exchange uh, for a six-round pick. We also picked up a seventh-round pick uh, in, the, uh, in the trade. Um, thought it was important uh, in our process of evaluating our options at the position to make sure we solidified uh, our quarterback room um, along with Jaron Hall and, and hopefully Nick Mullins coming back off short-term IR at some point. Um, do not know that timeline as of right now um, when that would happen. Um, but Josh gives us a, a, an experienced player who's started some games, you know, not only this year but last and, uh, you know, has played some uh, some good football against some, some of the best defenses in our league and, and found ways to move the ball. Joshua Dobbs is 1-7 as the Cardinals starter this year. Kevin O'Connell, please tell me, tell me the positive about the games that he has started. He Eight touchdowns and five interceptions. The ratio could be the other way, but, but do me a favor. Tell me where and how and why I should be excited. If you were that damn excited, and I get he just joined the team, wouldn't you be talking about him potentially starting into the future? Man, it's probably still going to come anyway. NFL trade deadline, not the most exciting unless you are a 49ers fan. But congratulations to the commanders for saying, yeah, let's tap out. Why, why are we dragging this on? Chase Young is going to be a free agent. Montez Sweat is going to be a free agent. And we ain't going to pay them buckets of money for us to continue to go out here and lose. It's time to go ahead and, and reset and get guys in the draft. Simple as that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. On the other side of said break, we're going to hear from Bruce Bochy. This man is trying to pick up another World Series title, another World Series victory. This would be his first with the Texas Rangers. And damn it, it's his first season with the Rangers. We're going to hear from Bruce Bochy. I do want to talk to you about another trade that took place over the past 24 hours. That is James Harden out to the Clippers. We got a whole lot to do. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I love the show, especially with African-American representation. Keep doing your thing, bro. I love the show. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. I know we've been talking about the uh, NFL trade deadline and Chase Young going out to the 49ers, Montez Sweat going out to the Bears. We talked about the college football playoff rankings, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, uh, Seminoles. Damn it. We talked about this beatdown with the World Series. How about this? I've been sitting here watching the game. I'm like, how the hell did this happen? The San Antonio Spurs just beat the Phoenix Suns, the final score, 115 to 114. This is the first matchup between Kevin Durant and Victor Wembanyama. And Kevin Durant, I don't want to say he's out there playing by himself. But once again, there was no Bradley Beal. There was no Devin Booker still dealing with his foot slash ankle. And so Kevin Durant has a ridiculously efficient game. 26 points, 12 of 19 from the field. Uh, Eric Gordon puts in 20. Victor Wembanyama, 18 points, 8 rebounds, 4 block shots. And damn it, let me tell you this. I don't even know who the hell he dunked on, but he gave he gave somebody one of those Michael Jordan dunks where he just stretched his arms out and just said, here it is. And not that tough, not that difficult when you're 7'4", 7'5". And damn it, I know this guy's going to grow some more. It's just a freak of nature. 855-212-4CBS. Before we did go to break, I did tell you that Bruce Bochy had an opportunity to speak following tonight's beatdown of the Rangers smacking up Arizona 11-7. to This man's trying to pick up another World Series victory, this time his first with the Rangers. This is Bruce Bochy talking about his team being resilient, especially given how the year has gone. Listen. I couldn't be more proud of this, these guys, how they bounce back, how resilient they are, how they've dealt with things, whether it's losing streaks, what you know, whether it's injuries, um, you can't do anything about it, and you know, you know they're going to happen occasionally. What's important is how you handle it, and they've it. You know, they just have handled it all so well. You know, the whole years. You know, at least Jacob Degrom will feel better if they win, right? Paying him all this money to maybe never pitch again, and Bruce Bochy. Yeah, I told you this. This would be his first World Series victory. With the Texas Rangers, he did pick up three of those titles and championships when he was there with the San Francisco Giants. Must be nice to just step back into the game as a coach and walk away with a title. The Rangers are one victory away. I told you the Spurs just got by Phoenix. Victor Wembanyama, ironically, he just sat down with TNT. Victor Wembanyama having a conversation with Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, and Kenny Smith. It's what Victor sounded like after 18 points in the victory. Listen. Victor, Shaq here, you're playing with a young team and you're going to have games like this. You're going to win some time. You're going to lose some time. How patient are you before you think you become uh, become a championship contender? How patient are you? Because, you, you know, know, you are a great player, but, you know, how patient are you to where you can say, you know, my team is ready for us to contend for championships? That's what you you're know, here for, to win championships. You don't want to be a yeah, loser. Yeah, exactly. Like Exactly. <laughs> 
straight bullet. Uh, yeah, you know, how patient I am, as patient as we need to be, you know, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm new here, I'm just learning, you know, I, I don't know yet what it takes to win a championship, but I'm eager to find out and make the sacrifices. But, you know, the good thing is I have total trust in my organization and my coach, so, you know, it's going to take the time it's going to take. Well, you know, I, I'm going to piggyback on Shaq's point. He's saying you're playing with all those young guys, like you're all of 35 and you're only 19, so please tell him you're 19. Uh, how has the adjustment been with Coach Popovich? I've watched your interviews with him. You said, hey, he's gotten on me a couple times. I personally think that's the best thing that happened to you. How's that relationship been so far? You know, I, I'm, I agree with you, you know. It's, I like to be with a coach that's honest and that's, you know, that's going to get into me and be relentless with me. And I don't got to worry about any of this with Coach Pop. You know, I know he's like that. And, uh, you know, it, you know, right away on the first day of practice, you know, he he showed that we're going to be patient, but we're not going to lose any time. Oh, look, he's fun to watch and he don't even know what the hell he's doing yet. It's going to be fun to see him continue to to develop. And, yes, I know his background and where he came from. But as he said, is there's still plenty to go out there and learn. Hey, listen, Shep, we, there's so much crap going on. Did I tell you I ran into Charles Barkley yesterday at the arena? You know what's funny? I saw the uh, 2013 He Thinks You're Kevin Hart bit. Yeah. By the way, you're a lot taller than Kevin Hart. And then I saw you with Charles Barkley, I guess, very recently. JR. Yesterday. You, Yesterday, you looked yeah. the damn same, man. Well, that's good. Uh, it's baby pee, man. It's baby pee. Is that what that is? It's baby pee, yeah. So I have a question for you. Go for it. There's not too many people with a national radio show that goes across 300 markets across North America. Why isn't Charles Barkley on the program, JR? Oh, I can get Charles. Okay. I'll ask. I'll ask. Fair Charles enough. was actually at the arena uh, promoting his vodka. So he has a new vibe. See, look at me promoting his vibe. Make him do it, right? <laughs> you could tell Charles you promoted him. You didn't have to be on. He kind of owes you one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the piece from interviewing Charles, uh, I haven't seen. Well, that's not true. Not either. I haven't had a conversation conversation with him since uh, before the pandemic. You know, pandemic slowed down a lot of things. And he was in the arena yesterday kind of filming a commercial for his uh his Redmont Vodka, I stopped by and said, what's up? So That's awesome, man. That's yeah, other places where right. I might see him, I just leave him alone, you know, don't bother. But, yeah, we, we, we can ask Charles to come on and talk about this. That's no problem. You know, I was, I've been reading uh, Kenny Smith's book, just kind of getting back into the NBA season where he talks about, you know, like the rules of champions. And he has such a – Jerry, I'm sure you've read it before. I, I know you are familiar with the book. I would strongly recommend you, if you haven't, Jr. and anyone listening right now, it's one of the most fascinating in-depth basketball books you will ever come across. It's brilliant. Well, let me tell you something. I know Kenny as well. Yes. And I got beef with Kenny. Me and Kenny got beef. Is this uh, like friendly um, rivalry beef, or is this legitimate human being beef where well, you take issue with him personally? Well, uh, Kenny is from Queens, New York, right? Oh, that okay. So it's like territorial, like you're on and this I'm side of New the, York. Got it. And okay, I'm good. from the Bronx, New York. Because I know you very well. You are a very good human being. And from every conversation I've heard about Kenny Smith, I've heard the same thing. Like yeah, I, heard, I, will, I heard all I those fight guys. I him when I see him. Fair enough. Like, I heard all those guys, Shaq, yeah. Chuck, Kenny, and Ernie, are all salt of the earth. 
Well, Shaq also challenged me to a fight the last time I saw him. So well, Shaq needs to lose some weight before he can fight anybody. He, Shaq wanted to to claim. Oh, he did. He lost a lot of weight. I'm Shaq just, lost a lot of weight. Did he? Yeah, he lost a whole lot. Of I better weight. be careful. He, he claims he claims New Jersey. New York. And then he proceeded yeah. to tell me about all his family in the Bronx, and right. I'm like, it don't matter. Don't matter. So, hey, listen, one day I'll, I'll beat all three of them up and uh, the world will continue to move on. Yes, sir. I think I come on the Jerry Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, that's, uh, I think I've had, yeah, I think I've had Shaq on here. You that know was, what? It's just. That was before my, that was, sorry, that was 2021. 20, that was before my time then. Yeah, the, the, you know, I, I, I'm so used to seeing these dudes. I need to do, just get them on the air. Good, good point, Shep. I need to. 855-212-4CBS. If you want to see me and Charles Barkley and Charles Barkley make fun of me, hey, go look at my Instagram or Twitter at JR Sport Brief. Big Travis is calling up from Fairfax, Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. My brother, young man, much love all day. How you doing? I'm excellent. What's up? Well, I've been the biggest Spurs fan. I told you along. I call you show every now and then. I am so happy to watch these young men that they did what they did to the sons. I was about to leave my friend's area. I was like, man, we got to go. You go home and just relax, go to bed, do the work, whatever. And then uh, we just have a couple of, you know, enjoying our night, whatever. And I watched this team put Webb and Yama on the bench. And you saw Denver Sell. And you saw my young brother from Kentucky Keldon Johnson held it down. Am I wrong? Well, man, I'm sitting here on the radio. I'm, I'm watching the game from a distance, man. You tell I me. I know you watch it. I know you do. And it's so special to you watching these young boys playing that team that not 100% no Bradley Bill. And I'm in the D.C. area, so I know that dude, and you all know about Devin Booker. But you know how special that is for that city in San Antonio tonight to get this dub. Yeah, they, 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 they've been eyed all things considered over the past 20 plus years. So, uh, well, good for yeah, them. you're talking to me. I've watched the Spurs since 1974. <laughs> I'm with you. But, I mean, it was a great night for that city and what happened tonight and what we're going through going, you know, going forward. And Victor, no, he, he's, not, he's not there yet. We know this, but he's going to be in his way. But always, your show, my brother, respect. Well, thank you, Travis. Be well out in Fairfax. Thank you so much. Tony's calling from Massachusetts. What's up, Tony? What's up, Dan? Hold on, let me get this off here. So I get... What? Damn. Uh, uh, how you call me and tell me to hold on? I get back to you in a minute. Damn it. Lee is here from San Diego. I hope he's ready. Go ahead, Lee. Hey, GR. How's it going tonight? I'm excellent. What's on your mind? Hey, I, I wanted to get your opinion on the uh... – the Clippers signing of James Harden and whether you think that's going to work or is going to be a disaster. I just want to get your opinion. I'll take your, your comments on the radio. Okay. Yeah. Well, All right. No doubt. Lee, you know what, you know what I'll do, Lee? I'm going to respond to that at the top of the hour. Okay. It's almost 24 hours to the day where James Harden was, was traded over to the Clippers. He didn't sign. He was traded over there. And that literally took place minutes after we got off air last night. And so we'll get into James Harden at the top of the hour. Uh, let's go ahead. We got Mark from Montreal. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jared. I, I hope I don't put you to sleep. 
because I'd like to listen until 2. You hope that you don't put me to sleep? Yeah, you always say that I sound so deflated that I put you to sleep. Go ahead. Um, um, you were speaking about the Rangers broadcasters before, how they rotate in the game. Um, I don't know anything about Rangers radio, but maybe it's just that they have one guy mm-hmm. who's old, but he's been a long-time yeah. voice, yeah. so they get another guy in. So I want to ask you, yeah. say in a couple of years from now, yeah. the Thursday night football, they say that Al Michaels is, is too old to call games, and he's not. You say that now, but go ahead. All right, you can say that. Yeah. But they want people to tune in for the iconic Al Michaels, so they give him the second quarter. Would you be okay with that? Man, well, first of all, me be, me being okay with it, I, I wouldn't care too much because, like I say most times, I don't listen to broadcasters because most of the times I'm doing a million things like sitting here on the radio while the games are on. And so I, I don't care. I don't think people would make that stupid of a decision, uh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't think it's the smartest thing to do. I, I think it'd be dumb. Good hockey call. Well, thank thank you, Mark, for my... All right, I appreciate you, Jerry. Oh, thank you, Mark. I appreciate you, too. Thank you so much. There you have it, people. Human ambient. Put your right out. 855-212-4CBS. Tony, got to go quick. Go ahead. Yeah, Jay, I'm sorry, man. I was trying to take you off speaker. So I'll just t- ask you, Chef, I just want to get your opinion. Is it me or these European players that come over here that are young? They just seem like they're more grounded and more mature and really appreciate the opportunities. I'm not saying all our American youth that come up playing basketball. It just seems like, I don't know, it's just a different vibe from the man. Let me, let me tell you something, Tony. I had this conversation with someone who works in the NBA today. I had this conversation about six hours ago, okay? And it was about how the European play, and not even European how players from outside the United States of America are more aggressive, are more appreciative, and damn it, there's there's, there's less less fluff when you think about a lot of the players here in the United States who, who come up and they're told that they're great and that they're awesome all the way through. And so, no, Tony, it's not. Not a shock. Go look at the past couple of MVPs. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We come back. I'll get to more of your calls. We'll talk World Series. We'll hear from Terry Lovello, Harden, it all. CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.